0: Hello, my friends. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on self-discipline. Let's do this. Welcome back to episode 129 on February 29th, 2024. Happy Leap Day. What you doing today? Something that you haven't done in four years? Something rare? It's a rare day? Be rare today. Okay, I'm sorry. That's corny, but Um, I don't know. I thought that was cool. It's episode 129. It's February 29th. Let's go. I reached out to my friend Blake who released his first album. I've known Blake for many, many years. And um, to release your first in anything in a new realm, a new genre, a new uh, medium of art is exciting. It should be celebrated. It's actually really hard to do to break out of the patterns and the things that you've gotten used to and to do something new and to express yourself in the new way that deserves to be celebrated. And so I wanted to reach out to Blake and ask him to talk about what he learned through that process. And that's what we got today. And I'm going to tell you more about him shortly, but I wanted to say this episode, uh, is brought to you by Better Help. Counseling is a big part of why this podcast even exists, to be honest. I needed to go through individual counseling for a few years to feel confident enough in my voice, kind of gain back some confidence and to learn enough to share, I feel like some tools that I learned through that a period, a season in my life of silence where I just kind of took in a lot of information, like listened to a lot of wise voices and I just didn't speak much unless it was in private to the people who I I can trust the most and people who knew my story, who I needed to work some things out in my life. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, almost like bubbling up with um, new revelations and things that I needed to share. And that's where the podcast came from. And so to me, Counseling is a huge deal. It helped me so much and no podcast and no web video or something like they can all push you in the right direction. But in order for you to really go to the next step and do the work in your own life, get individual care, you need to go and and include a professional in your life, someone who is maybe licensed to do this or someone who is really well respected in um, therapy and can help pull out the things inside you that need to be pull out or help help you dig through the muck and the stuff that needs to be dug through. And that is what counseling is. And so BetterHelp has decided to join with the podcast and offer our listeners 10% off their first month if they use the link BetterHelp.com slash YMH5 use the number five. You get 10% off, you get matched with a counselor in like 24 hours, you get to contact them in multiple different means uh, via an app or online and things like that. It's really effective and it's just a great way to find someone who can help you, who is a professional, who knows the right questions to ask and can help you achieve all you want to achieve. So check it out, BetterHelp, that's with a P, help, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash y m h. Five. He's the number five? That link is in the episode notes in your app, and here is a little bit about Blake. Blake Alford, also known by his artist name 93 Energy, creates hip-hop music that takes you places and makes a difference. He is a trained theologian who is passionate about racial justice and community organizing. He has a heart for all things community development. A Hoosier by birth, which means you were born in Indiana, <laughs> he now resides in the Pacific Northwest near Seattle, Washington check out his newly released music under the artist 93 energy he's on all the streaming services and Bandcamp. i'll i'll leave those links in the description check that out you can email him at 93 energy productions at gmail.com and here's blake
1: creative self-discipline i sort of deny that those words could go together until recently For so long, I put words like inspiration and creativity together, and I operated as inspiration was the most powerful force in creating anything, from music to work tasks. I depended on being inspired to motivate me. It wasn't until I put self-discipline into my creative process that I could get my first music album, Domino Effect, completed. It's my first project with all original compositions and my first using a new program, Logic Pro. I decided to get disciplined and learned about 50 lessons on how to best use it. I think it really paid off. I don't think I would have finished the album if I hadn't watched those videos. I think it's even harder to have creative self-discipline when you may have some early experience or natural talent with something you're passionate about. It should come easy, so why worry about it? I'd silently say to myself. Even growing up doing things I loved, I wasn't very motivated, such as music, because I was constantly chasing inspiration. My mom would have to pay me to practice piano, and she was my piano teacher beginning at age four. That really added up. All jokes aside, here's the truth I'm getting at. Just like music, our lives are full of patterns. The only way forward is through, and the only way to get unstuck is motion. Creative self-discipline is my motion. Now, motion doesn't always mean speeding up. Sometimes it means slowing down or being still. Sometimes we can get going so fast that we are not being disciplined and are not at our creative best. These last few months, I've been making great collaborations with multiple artists in some new genres toward new music projects. Creative self-discipline will open up many doors or portals, as I would like to say, for each one of us. On top of new partnerships, I now work to begin each day with at least 10 minutes of music to start my morning or even go into my nine-to-five. This has changed how I see my whole day. Instead of having to go to 0 to 100 later in the day, my mind is already unlocking new potential. Instead of me hoping it will happen by luck, now I am creatively disciplined. Now think, what could you do with just a little creative self-discipline?
0: Thank you, Blake. I love some of the things that he said. I'm going to bring those back up. But I really resonate with what he said where he depended on being inspired in order to be motivated. Like he was waiting for inspiration. And once the inspiration comes, then I'll be motivated to do something. But there's nothing concrete about that. It's kind of woo. It's like, well, was that inspiration or was that not? And in order to do something that's hard, There's never enough inspiration. Well, maybe there is, but it's rare to have one thing that is inspiring enough. You go, oh, there it is. That's it. That's the one thing I was waiting for to actually move you. I love the word that Blake chooses to pair with self-discipline is creative because self-discipline in and of itself feels kind of boring, feels kind of tedious. It feels tired. It feels hard. It feels detailed. But creative, creativity does not. So in a way, what's creative about his self-discipline? Well, I would tell you, self-discipline is in it of itself, I would say, a creative act, but that is not something that you actually understand until you Get into the nitty gritty of it. To watch fifty tutorial videos to learn a new program, like he said, to get to the point of feeling comfortable of producing on a new software—that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of self discipline. But what it does is it unlocks things that you didn't even know was uh, that could be unlocked. Was there to be unlocked? It is. Uh, well, now I have a tool that allows me to be incredibly creative in a way that I didn't know was available. And so in order to find discipline in a creative way, I love this quote that he said, the only way forward is through and the only way to get unstuck is motion. And if we boil it down to that creativity or sparking self-discipline through creativeness, through create, through being creative is actually not so hard. It's very attainable. It is motion. It is moving forward in a direction. It is finding flow. That is a mantra in our house, actually. The only way out. We say the only way out is through. But I like this. The only way forward is through. Because out is forward. Sometimes we feel like things are coming in um, on us, like pressures to be a certain way, pressures to be inspired enough to move, as he was talking about. You know, one of the things that Blake found himself wrestling with growing up was it should come easy, so why worry about it? Well, When we put so much stock on that, so much pressure on that, it should be coming, it should come easy. Why worry about it? We begin to worry about it. It's not coming easy. Why isn't it coming easy? It should be easier than this. And the reality is, creative work is not easy, but it is incredibly fulfilling. It is motion in a forward direction. It is taking charge of your own life. It is becoming self disciplined and carving out time in your day. To watch 50 videos to learn about something or whatever, just like, just like Blake did. Or not so many videos, whatever that looks like in your life. You know, you can apply it to your own life. And now the creative part of self-discipline, I think even taking it to a next level, is incorporating it into your daily routine, is making it integrated in your life in a natural way. Something that, okay, over and over enough times, now I'm in a flow of this time of the day, then I do this. And for Blake, it was that he begins each day. In fact, the the way he phrased it is he works to begin each day. I like that. It's not I begin each day. I work to begin each day. I'm self-disciplined. I'm putting in the work. Mentally, I'm putting myself in a place where it's easy to begin each day, easier anyway, to begin each day with at least 10 minutes of music. He works to get to that point. He works to begin each day with at least 10 minutes of music before going to his 9-to-5. And so what he has unlocked is his brain in the background has already received some inspiration, some motivation, something to work on subconsciously while he's working his 9-to-5. And when he's become serious about self-discipline, and he's done it in a creative way where he's incorporated it into his life, he's now taken charge of that area in his life. And he ends with the quote, instead of hoping it will happen by luck, now I am creatively disciplined. Friends, this is it. How can you create self-discipline in a creative, not boring, not tired way or use of that word? How can you be creative? How can you change up your life, maybe spice it up a little bit with incorporating something maybe into your daily routine, into your habit? That will help you get to where you want to be. And that is a question that we come back to over and over again in this podcast is, who do we want to become? Because that determines our trajectory and it lets us base the actions on today. It lets us measure against that goal. Like are the things that I'm doing today, are the actions I'm taking today sending me in the trajectory of who I want to become. James Clear, the author who wrote Atomic Habits, talks about incorporating habits into your daily routine. That is one of the ways, one of the many ways he says that is a a powerful way to really change up your life and do what Blake has been talking about, becoming self-disciplined in a very effective way. And one of the quotes, one of the more popular quotes from this book goes like this. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become, And if I could narrow this podcast down to one phrase, one phrase, it would probably be trying to become the person we wish to become or something like that. We do that every episode, right? When we come to the end of the episode, we talk about neuroplasticity. And you're probably tired of this conversation. But the reality is there's so much hope there that our brains are not actually wired in a way where you can't teach old dog new tricks like the saying goes. That's just not true. The neurons in our brain, as we learned in episode, I think, 15, I think, yeah, where we had my friend who's a scientist, Bill, come on. And the neurons in our brains don't touch. They don't touch, but there is electricity between the neurons. And the electricity can be changed. The neurons, the paths, the pathways, the ways we have chosen to believe, and like some of them for Blake were, that I'm just supposed to let inspiration come. That what I hope to do or hope to become, it should be easy, so why worry about it? That if I wait long enough, then I'll be inspired enough to do something other narratives you've chosen to tell yourself is, you know, things that whatever makes you go, that's just me. I'm not going to change. You know, when there's an opportunity to do things differently or better, you know, or maybe it's another voice, something that someone told you over and over again, and it's formed your belief in a way that this is who I am. When in reality, you are choosing with every action who you are, who you wish to become. And that's the beauty of neuroplasticity, is that we can change the neural pathways. We can reinforce positive ones that counteract the negative ones. The positive ones, the more we reinforce them, they become easier to believe. In fact, we choose to reinforce them. That's the thing about carving a new way, a new pathway. If you're po- carving a new pathway through the woods, it's hard to do. There's no easy way to do it. But it becomes easier the more you do it, right? And maybe, maybe you have a backyard with a dog who has a path, right? When they started this path, this route that they like to take, you couldn't tell what path they take. The more they do it, the grass gets worn down, you know, say even in the snow, you can see this is the way they go. And that's the same. The same is true with... Your brain. You can choose a new path. That's the beauty and the power of neuroplasticity. And we choose a new path at the end by telling ourselves a mantra, by finding a reflection of ourselves and saying it to ourselves. And it's not easy again, but we do it over and over. And the more we do it, the easier it becomes. You're creating a new path. You're teaching yourself. You're teaching your brain to think in a new way. And that's what we do. To become who we wish to become. Who we hope to become. Maybe not the person we are right now, but the person we want to become someday. And we do that by creating a new pathway. So find a reflection of yourself, and this is today's mantra. Will you say this after me? Here we go. Today, I accept self-discipline as motion toward becoming who I want to become. And friends, that's not easy. So go slow if you need to, but go. You know, just like Blake said, motion is still motion, whether you go fast or slow, and maybe slow is more effective. Maybe slow is more effective and that that's okay in fact that's more than okay that's good if you've discovered that for yourself but move remember the only way forward is through and the only way to get unstuck is motion and ultimately don't go it alone one of the things blake talked about is he's collaborating with other artists it feels good to be a part of a community You know, and Blake is talking about creative things, but I know Blake well enough that there are some depth, some struggles, some things that he's gone through that he's incorporated community in his self-growth. And if this is speaking to you on a deeper, bigger level, friends include others and maybe even include a counselor. And again, if you're looking for that, betterhelp.com slash YMH5, 10% off your first month. Take advantage of that. You don't have to be alone. Choose not to be alone. Choose a new path if you typically choose being alone forge a new way. But friends, that starts with you.